0: Pablo and the Diablo.
1: What's up everybody, welcome to More Than Two Sides, I'm your host, Marcello Valboa. I'm joined by the same guest we had last week, uh, my boy, my co-host, my glorified co-host, my brother from another mother, Matthew Fishman.
2: The Jewish...
1: Diablo, and our our lovely queen, Carly.
0: Hey, what's up, everyone? It's Carly here.
1: Yeah, and uh, yeah, we're just back for another another episode. Um, last last episode, you know, we we, we hit on the Kobe Bryant thing, and we hit on the, the dating app culture and shit like that. And now, uh, now we just kind of want to like riff on some New York shit, cause all of us are relatively new to New York. Oh
0: yeah.
2: What do you guys like better, Not maybe not like better about New York, but like what are your favorite things about living in a city like this that you wouldn't be able to find, you know, in let's say Blacksburg or some suburb or...
1: Uh, I mean, for me, we we talked about this off, off air uh, when we were uh, warming up, but it was, it's the accessibility. It's the fact that within, like you said, like a four block radius of myself, I have everything... You live Close your whole life,
2: whole you, live your whole life within these four blocks. You,
1: you could if you wanted to. Like, yeah,
2: like three supermarkets. Yeah. It's more than I had in my town.
1: Three supermarkets, probably Growing six up. liquor stores, probably ten bars, probably eight restaurants. Yeah. And then the list just goes. I on mean, after
2: like a on year, on. you'd probably get tired of and it. But you on. could do it.
1: But you could do it, and I you think that it. it's the accessibility factor. And it's what just, about you
2: know, uh? What, what do you guys think about the fact that there's so many people here? Mm-hmm. That when you talk to someone new, it's almost like that. I, I don't know how to put this in the right terms, but like when you meet someone in college or in your hometown or in a smaller city, and you know, you want to make sure that like you put on a good impression for them because yeah. Yeah. you know, you might see them again. Out here, it's almost like I don't really give a fuck mm-hmm. what anyone here thinks about me because I know most likely I'm not going to see you again. And if I do, like that's pretty crazy, but. Yeah. You won't remember me because you saw a million people between then and now, you know?
0: Yeah. No, I honestly, I'm like really glad you asked that because obviously I'm in sales, like I mentioned before. And in sales, you get every different type of breed you could ever think of, mm-hmm. like Harvard graduate, like bottom of the tier. It doesn't fucking matter. Mm-hmm. Like that's what's really cool about it. But because of that, I've met my coworkers, friends and their friends. So I feel like I've met every type of person. And for me, what it made me realize, like, dude, college literally doesn't fucking matter. You graduated from fucking Yale. You graduated from fucking, like, sorry, Virginia folks, but Radford. Like, (laughs) literally none of it fucking matters. Like, when you're all in the career field... It's it's a level thing. The
2: cream field. will rise. to yeah. the top. No,
0: no, for real though. Like it, it doesn't matter what the yeah. fuck you did before this. Like,
1: which is crazy because then you think about when you were in the moment. Like, think about when you were a senior in high school and you were applying to college, and
0: you thought you were the shit because you were the president. Now it doesn't fucking matter. You it literally doesn't matter. So much
1: pressure on yeah. yourself for something that will eventually turn to just a trivial fact of who you really are and it's it's, it's crazy cuz it's you, you you i think people sometimes put a little too much pressure on like you know step 1 and step 2 and they're not thinking about step 8 and step 9 and step mm-hmm. 10 you know like it's always like how you start not how you finish we, also
0: we, yeah also to that what what you asked Matt when i was in blacksburg like i wanted to be in a college town and everything but i felt like i was when it came to the third and fourth year, I felt like I was in like a little bubble, hmm. and I needed to just get the fuck out of it. And yeah. then if I went to Nova, where I'm from, I felt like I was still in a bubble, but a little bit of a bigger bubble. Mm-hmm. So Same. when I'm here, yeah. I feel like the world is my fucking oyster, and you should feel that way wherever you are. By the way, but I mean, I feel like I'm in a new city, or and just
1: moved to New York. If you hate your life, yeah, <laughs> but trust me, you don't put a <laughs> smile on your face. As soon That's as you.
0: That's you. But. I mean, yeah, when I feel like I moved here, like, I love photography. This is the place to do photography. If I wanted to do that, like, anything I want to do, it's here. And, like, my friends are here. Like, you guys are here. Like, my best friend the whole entire world, Katie Thomas, love you to fucking death, bitch. Hey. You're here, Michelle. You you're here, bitch. But,
2: like, <laughs> yeah. <Yeah>, shout out <laughs> but, like,
0: to, <laughs> shout out to my bitches. Fucking. <laughs> <laughs> love the you both know. of you. Shout Mishi, out to my whores. Mishi and all Katie. my bitches. Love you guys, yeah. but at the same time, you, you I've, I've made sluts. sluts. Yes, but at the same time, I made amazing <laughs> friends outside of that, and yeah. I couldn't ask for a better like first year experience. Yeah, college, yeah, so yeah. I it's
2: love like, it. I love like, it. No, no, no. But what we were saying before, how you're like, you know, when you after two years at Virginia Tech, you know, like it's really cool for two years, but when shit stops feeling new, that's kind of when it's like, damn, mm-hmm. like I'm ready. I need. Some new shit. I'm I'm not done growing, you know. Yeah. And it seems like this place. I I can't grow much more here. And in New York, it's almost like there's no cap to that. There's no cap to how much you yes. can grow. Yes. Spot
0: you, on, Matt. Spot think, on.
1: Just when you think like all right, I figured it out, it's like nah. You got something you, else. You,
2: you congratulations. You made it to the next level. But <laughs> yeah. You don't even yeah. see the end of the tunnel because exactly. this shit goes deep, bro. Yeah. There there are people. There are people. They got generational. Growth going on here, you know, yeah, we've got yeah. people who have had their great 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 grandparents building themselves a name in the city and oh. like they're still learning new shit out here. So something that I really fuck with New York about is, like, like I was new saying York, before, yeah. how um, obviously there's like no cap here. There's no, not no cap, there's no limit. There's no, this is how much you can grow. And there's also so many people that mm-hmm. you learn a bunch from everyone you meet. But... I think more than just the fact that there's a ton of people and a ton of places to grow I think it's that the people here mature very quickly together yeah. so uh, I again I don't know if I'm putting this in the right terminology but if you live in the city for a good amount of time you're gonna grow up it, it helps you like just because of the denseness of people and the amount of shit going on and the fact that it's like the cultural center of the planet mm-hmm. Everyone here grows very quickly, therefore the people that you meet here are generally very interesting and have a lot to give. And I think that's what I like best about this is like when I meet people in this city, generally, I'm not just, it's not some bullshit like, oh, you know this person who knows that person, so I have to give you the time of day. It's no like I'm talking to you because you're passionate about something, you know, you, you're at, you're chasing something out here. You know, the people out here like have something that they care about, you know?
0: Oh, I like that.
2: And uh, yeah. I think that that's maybe my favorite part about the city is, is the people here have substance to them.
1: Yeah.
0: No, that's dope. And what, you know, like, as soon as you said that, what I thought about was, like, people come here to be artists and people come here to be singers. Like, maybe people, people come here to be, like, famous podcasters, you know? But also people come here to work on Wall Street and make a shit ton of money. So, like, there's this whole entire spectrum of people that you wouldn't meet in, like... Northern Virginia or, you know, yeah. not to be biased where I'm fun, but, you know, any other place in the world. So, you know, that is super cool. And that's something that I actually, like, haven't thought about before.
1: I mean, to that point, when we were talking about the dating apps thing and, like, the whole, like, you said, you know, you like guys who have an edge to themselves. And mm-hmm. I agree. I, was like, I like women that have an edge to themselves. I think that's the New York thing where it's, like, the edge is the fact that there's just something that you have You have something that drives you. It's ambition. Everyone
0: here, if you're here in New York and you're in your early 20s and you're not on your parents' dime, like, even if you are, like, you have ambition, you're here for a goal, and, like, honestly, like, whatever that goal is, like, that's so, like, that's attractive as fuck. And, like, that that builds character.
1: Yeah, I just like someone who feels like they're invested in something. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily have to be something that I might be interested in. But to know that you give a shit about something mm-hmm. is a very attractive quality. And it's also, even if it's not with, you know, someone who I might try to pursue, just with people in general, it's just something that I like to be around. It's just an energy that I like to surround myself with because yeah, it'll transpire into other things, you know?
0: Yeah, because it's motivation. And then when you're around people like, Both you and Fish, like, you guys are engineers and you're software developers. Like, you guys are focused on something completely different than I am. Like, I'm in sales, but, like, I still respect the fact. Like, I still respect your guys' craft, and, like, I think what you do is so impressive, and, like, I like being around people like that. It's motivating, and, you know, you don't want to be the most driven person in a bunch. You don't, like, you don't want to be, like, the most driven or the most successful in a bunch, and, like, if you're here in New York, you don't got to worry about that. Yeah, that's true.
1: And we're also, you know... The two best uh, podcast hosts <laughs> in the New York metropolitan area. Uh, yeah. Best
0: podcast guest over here.
1: Yeah, maybe? right. Uh, uh, certified, <laughs> certified, certified, <laughs> certified. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's crazy. Um, I mean, New York's been dope. It's it's been uh,
2: it's been enlightening. You know, people people say that you have to have like a good amount of money to live here, but in reality, like if you're okay with living in Brooklyn or in, like, East Harlem,
0: you can make it happen
2: here off, like, a 50 grand salary, which obviously isn't nothing, but, like, you could have a fun time in this city, and you don't need to be making a ton of money, you know?
1: I mean, I, I, uh, this one girl, (laughs) to bring it back to what we were talking about last episode, this one girl who I met off Hinge um, a while ago, I was was seeing her, uh, um, but one of her friends was uh he was living out of his van and he was a stand-up comic and he's like sit
2: sit down comic
1: stand-up comic he
2: probably sits down in his van
1: (laughs) he lives in his van
2: like how much money do you think he he only stands when he's on stage (laughs) You get what I'm he saying? Doesn't have like, he said, uh,
0: Damn, yeah. that was savage as hell. You get what I'm saying? That was really <laughs> savage. I bet you, I <laughs> mean, he's you made that joke
2: though. If you're a stand up comic living yeah. in a van, you probably made that joke.
0: Honestly, I up. feel like a stand up comic probably has made that joke before.
2: My favorite thing about stand up comedians, especially in the city, is that they're all very poor for the most part, mm-hmm. at least, besides the big names,
0: and they have balls really well, fucking big they have big Their balls, balls are huge but they like, need big
2: balls because i've gone through the worst things in the world oh my my both my parents died in a car crash oh why is no man. one laughing <laughs> like i've been there for that well
0: I, I mean i i didn't think about it that way before you said that but i feel like balls in the sense where it's like you're gonna stand up you're gonna say your joke you know that there's a 50 50 shot that your joke may not be funny and you're gonna be there awkward as hell like that. That takes a lot of balls. Even if you're like a really funny guy or like you're a funny girl, like that takes a lot. And that's, I think that that's why when I go to a comedy show, I laugh even even if the joke isn't funny because like I feel bad. But
2: you see, for me, I'm like on the almost the opposite.
0: You're like fuck you.
2: <laughs> well, I think I, <laughs> I think it's way funnier when no one laughs at the joke. That that's what gets me. Like Does it when someone's
0: uncomfortable is, though.
2: Well. I don't think it's because I'm uncomfortable. It's because I look around and I'm like, this dude just bombed and he's still, sta- or, she, or she is still standing up there and owning it. And like, to me, that is so comical. Like they're, they're like pretending like it's like, uh, like it was like an okay thing and they're continuing, but clearly it wasn't, no one here is laughing. And to me, that's the funniest part. Charlie, I want to ask you something. I asked,
1: yeah, what's up? I, I asked fish this. Um. So we're not gonna repeat our stories. We'll just gloss over it. But I mm-hmm. finished this on episode two. I yeah. think or was it was episode one or episode two. Uh, what's like the weirdest thing? Uh, I think it was like what's the. Question someone along the lines of what's the coolest thing and what's the weirdest thing that's happened to you since you've moved to New York? And and Fish was saying, like, I'm gonna bleep this out because we don't get free sponsorships, but he was saying the coolest thing for him was uh, getting a membership at Equinox. Oh, did
0: I say that? You
1: haven't really been living it up in the
0: city there. I'm a huge (laughs)
1: douchebag. And the uh, the weirdest thing for him was when uh, some girl told him to suck her titties at this like race. Oh shit! Breastfeed. That's
0: cool. Good for you. That's that's cool was a, it's it's not a not, public, a public
2: was cool. venue. Was she a mother? No. Oh. She was. A, she, yo, I'm not gonna toot my own horn, but she
1: was pretty bad. Was wow. pretty bad.
0: Hey, dude, that's dope though. So yeah. the the
1: the coolest thing for me, I think, I think for me, it was like I I said something along the lines of like finding my own way and and whatever. And the weirdest thing was uh, some woman offered me. Uh, what was it like? Two hundred dollars every three days to be your sugar baby, um, and this fucking idiot turned it down. <laughs> and uh, so I want to ask you, what, what, and yeah. you, what, what, do you, what do you, uh, what's the coolest thing for you about like since you've moved here? And then what's the weirdest thing that's okay? Happening?
0: Good, good question. And so the coolest thing, this is gonna get a little bit layered here and kind of deep. Okay. So a big reason why. So I'm from Northern Virginia, and. I have a lot of weird family shit that's gone on my whole life, and, like, whenever I go back from Virginia, I kind of, like, relive that again, and for me, when I was applying to jobs, I always felt like I will never go back to Nova, like, I love my family, but, like, I can never go back there again, just because I needed to, like, live my own life, and as soon as I came here, like, literally, like, the first week that I came here, I felt like I had my own squad, and, like, I made best friends at work and I felt like I had my own life and I was just like so appreciative of that because I felt like I needed to start something new from what I had before, like before college and like Mm -hmm. when I was in high school and growing up and everything. So I think because I have my own separate life from like my family and everything, like I, like that means the world to me.
1: Okay.
0: And on top of that, like I've had really, really like fucked up roommate situations in college. And I came here in the city and I met a random girl named Asia off of Facebook. Asia. Asia, you met her. Yeah. She is the best person. She is like my idol. She is so fucking dope. And like, my roommate situation is absolutely amazing. Hey,
1: Asia, come on the podcast.
0: Yeah, Asia Celestino.
2: she'd be good. She'd be good as fuck. She's literally a host on No,
0: yeah, so uh, she was, uh, she was a host for Cheddar. And, Now she's, like, interviewing other places. But, yeah, she's so great. And I feel like even before all my friends moved here, because I moved here two weeks after graduation. I interviewed two days after graduation was done. My start date was a week later, and I just fucking came up and did it. So, for me, I was here a solid couple of months before any of my friends were. And so I was able to make all these other friends that I didn't know before. And, um, I don't know, like, that – just me having my own life – I guess meant so much to me and so does mean so much to me and I mean yeah that's amazing and that's, that's what I came cool. here for.
1: What about the weirdest, weirdest thing?
0: Okay so this is a particular instant and this is taking a whole different I guess shift to this thing. Yeah. So um I'm at a scale up and we've moved offices a bunch of times because um we were in between moving from their old office to World Trade Center. We were like in between offices so okay. we had to like go to a WeWork for a while.
2: You call it scale up? Yeah, we're past the
0: startup phase.
2: Is that what the next phase is? A scale-up? Yeah, it's a scale-up. We're
0: past C-series C, C- series funding. So that's I,
2: I didn't know. Cool. cool. Yeah.
0: So I actually called us a startup in front of my um, VP one day, and he yelled at me. So that's why I...
2: Um, excuse me. He was like, we're a scale-up,
0: scale scale Carly. And I was like, fuck. I'm sorry. A
2: fucking... Yeah. <laughs> you, you dumb bitch.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, I... like you got, you're, like, you're legitimately not, you're,
1: mad. You're not a dumb bitch. But yeah. No, no, no. I, I would never guys. say that. I well, he was
0: pretty mad, he Sure, Matt. But um, I was leaving work one day. I was going to yeah. the L train. And there was a homeless man with his fucking pants down, shitting in the side of the street. And I was so taken back. I've seen a lot of shit before. I was one day crying on the phone to my mom when, like, I fucked up at work one day. And this homeless guy came up and punched himself in the face, like, right in front of me. Like, came up in my face and punched himself in the face. Like, I was terrified. But this shit... I see a fucking homeless man shitting in the side of the street, right in front of me, his pants oh, fucking weird. down. I see the shit come out of his ass. I was so oh shook. No, God. no, no. I'm being graphic because that's the shit that I went through. Like, that was so fucked up.
2: That's weird. Yeah, no, but it was that's more than weird. That's New York. No,
0: it But like, have you guys seen that before? Probably not. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, so that was the weirdest shit I've ever seen. Okay. But I guess in the best part, I love my life here. Was it
2: was it a healthy shit?
0: Probably. Was it like a log? I didn't look that that much. Uh,
1: (laughs) I saw the shit
0: come out, and then I looked away, (laughs) and I went on my way. I went to the L train, and that was that. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen. Yeah. But, um, that's
1: pretty weird. That's weird. That it's weird. weird,
0: but you know what? My life in New York, I love it so much. I think it's amazing. And but seeing way, people the, shit on the streets is worth it, the in the my weird opinion.
1: It's an afterthought because it's, like, it's just one of those things that just happens. Yeah. like, yeah, you know, the next, there's going to be something that's going to happen in the next X amount of months that's going to top what just fucking happened to me. You
0: but, like, I hope if I were to see someone top. Me seeing a homeless person <laughs> shit. I don't know what it would be. Genuinely, like, I don't know, like, what shit and, like, throw up at the same time. I don't fucking know. My, uh, I hope I don't say that ever again. But that was traumatic. My
1: barber uh, was telling me he used, like, we were talking about, like, just, like, date spots in the city and, like, cool places to take your women to and whatever. And he was like, yeah, the Delancey Lounge.
0: Um, oh, I've been there. It's dope.
1: He was like, "Yeah, it's definitely a cool spot." He was like, "Except one time I went and uh, at the rooftop part of it, there's like palm trees or trees behind mm-hmm. certain seats." Yeah. yeah. And him and his wife are like sitting on like a couch that was behind them was a tree, and then all of a sudden, their their seats started rocking back and forth. Oh. But it was it was it was like it was just them. They're like, why the fuck is my seat rocking? And then some dude was behind a tree that was behind the couch oh, <laughs> and he was fucking some girl at the lounge. Dude, oh. Dude, fuck yeah. Good for up, him, dude. God is, is like, Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck? And, uh, yeah. Like, some weird... Romantic. That's like some, another, like, weird shit. Hey, like but this-
0: you know what? So, with that situation, there was a positive. <laughs> he and her, I hope she was, yeah. he was probably getting his nut. Yeah. I don't know about her because, you no, know, it's different with chicks, but... Yeah. He was getting his nut. With me seeing a guy shit, what positive, like, yeah, you take a shit, but, like, what other positive there to that? Probably pretty good for him. But he could go to a Starbucks.
1: That's crazy. Um, Yeah, alright, so uh, we're going to take a break real quick, and uh, we'll be back in a second. All right, welcome back uh, <laughs> welcome back to the show uh yeah episode four with fish and Carly uh, just last topic I want to hit on and then we're gonna sign off um it's a loaded question I'm not really sure how, how I'm gonna answer this question either um, but I wanted to know just you know off the top I, don't, I I don't I usually go first when I ask each question but I don't want to go first this time fish if you want to Answer. Um, what's the question? What are you working towards right now? You know, like mm. our whole life, I I've, I think I brought the, a touch of this during episode one, episode two, where yeah. it's like you know our whole life. It, you know, things are premeditated, things are planned. Like I said, elementary, middle, high school, college. But yeah. now we're at a point where you pretty much kind of uh, write your own story. Yeah. Um, what's something? And it doesn't have to be. Obviously, it'll change with time and 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 things of that nature. But what's something? you're working towards right now.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel that. Um I think it's a pretty cool concept. Um the question and you know what happens is after you graduate, it takes a minute to get comfortable and like get into a routine and like be self-sufficient and fully independent, basically be able to live life without any ties. I mean, again, not everyone is like this, but I know for me and a lot of us it's like your parents are your parents could tell you i'd never want to talk to you again and your whole family could alienate you and you could still live a good life like uh-huh. that's pretty cool like it takes a while to like after you graduate to get to that point but once you're there then it becomes like okay like what am i doing it's not like someone's telling me like it's time to graduate and get this degree it's time to do xyz whatever get your internship yada 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 yeah now it's kind of like you're given this blank canvas and you're the painter behind it. And you're not a very experienced painter, Mm -hmm. but you have an idea of something you want to paint and you don't know how quickly you should be trying to paint, how in detail you should be trying to paint. If you should be asking other people who are trying to paint like for their advice. And for me, like trying to balance all those things, I have a few goals. So um, one of them is I definitely want to get my, production uh game off the ground um so any of the listeners who don't know like i hey, produce music on this
1: but keep tabs on this guy this man's talented as fuck and i've been giving him shit for the last few months for for yeah. not releasing any of this shit publicly but when it comes out this man this man is a, there's a there's a i
2: have a ton of excuses it's fine um but basically yeah so one thing that i'm working towards is um sort of like Finding my footing as a producer out here in the city. Mm -hmm. Um, Obviously, there's a lot of things that come with that. I need to find people that actually are good rappers, because like as musical of a guy as I'd like to think I am, like I'm I'm no J Cole, I'm no, Mm -hmm. you know Kendrick Lamar. I can't just take a beat and make it sick. I need the beat to be sick, so that people who might not be great rappers can still rap over it and sound dope. So that's something that I'm working towards um besides that obviously like you said mastering our craft as software engineers yeah um i know you and me have come up with a few good app ideas yeah i uh, don't want to spoil anything on uh, this podcast yeah, maybe yeah, another yeah. time yeah. but uh yeah you know there's a bunch of stuff and it th- that's just like career wise but personally like i definitely want to work on my relationships with you know my friends it's it's a challenge. I'm sure everyone's gone through this after you graduate when you're not with those people that you're with all the time to maintain those relationships it takes work. And I mean, I've been under the impression that like most of my friends don't really understand how to do that super well. Yeah, yet. it was
1: crazy. Yeah, one of uh one of our boys, uh, shout out to my man Winnie. Uh, he texted me the other day, um, and if you guys are listening to this, we're recording this. a Few days after Valentine's Day, but he texted me the other day. He was like, Hey, he was like, Yeah, my G, you got a Valentine? And I was like, LMAO, like, Yeah, why? And he was like, I'm just checking on my kings. And I was like, Yeah, I appreciate that shit. Like, it just like, he, it, it, again, like you said to your whole like maintaining relationships, like, it was just a simple, like, let me just text my boys see so how he's doing type shit. And I just, when you said that I was like damn I appreciate it and then we just started one, one this tangential conversation of j- yeah. just about nonsense yeah
2: like I, I I was like to continue with that sort of like analogy I was going for like if I'm making this painting
1: mm-hmm.
2: I want people in my painting I, d- I don't want it to just be music and career yeah. and health yeah you know and me I want it to be the people that I care about and you know like shit's boring unless you have people to share it with dude Like.
0: Matt, that's beautiful. I that love is. that. Oh well, you're one of those people, so. Oh. Hey,
2: welcome to the painting queen.
0: Hey. But you're one of those people. Do it for me. Um, so what
2: about what about you? What um. Yeah. What do you want to fill your painting with?
0: Yeah. So, um, you know, besides you guys, I think I have a different perspective because you guys went to college for engineering and you guys are pursuing that now. Yeah. I went to college for marketing, and now I'm in sales, and while, you know, those two do go hand-in-hand sometimes, I'm doing something completely different than I ever thought I would be doing, but it turns out, like, I fucking love it, and, like, I really like what I'm doing, Um, but at the same time, I do have this passion for marketing and creativity that I felt like I never got to scratch before. So, interesting enough, I'm actually interviewing tomorrow with my company for... A different position within my company and I get to do sales and marketing which to mm-hmm. me it's like wow that has worked out so perfectly mm-hmm. like I really like both of those things and I feel like in my new position if hopefully if I get it I'll get to like you know see which one of those things that I like but I don't know I just think me even given this position I it, it just goes to show like everything does work out like truly like If you're in college and you're listening to this and you don't have a job yet, like, I promise you it all works out in the end. Like, I swear to God, like, people have said that to me before and I never believed it. But now that I'm in this position, I'm like, wow, like, it all just, it works out in the end. So I like sales. I want to pursue sales and see where that goes. Um, But, you know, career-wise, I don't have any really, like, defined goals. I like where I'm at now and I'm going to pursue the position I'm in now, but... At the same time, I'm going to see what happens. Like, I love photography. I did football photography when I was in Virginia Tech. And, you know, portraits, all that shit. Um, so, I like that too. I need to pursue that more while I'm here. And that's one thing I've been kind of pissing myself for. I haven't really, you know.
1: What, 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 uh, I was going to comment. Yeah. To something you said earlier. But I'll, I'll say it real quick. Because I actually yeah. want to get into the photography thing. I was going to say. Uh, to what you're saying about how it'll all work out. I mm-hmm. feel like people don't realize how much longevity they have. Yeah. How much, like, sometimes you put too much focus in the moment.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But there's, like, the next one is coming.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: You know, like, mm-hmm. you don't have to be so, like, it, you should, in the moment, appreciate what's going on and do work your hardest as if it was your last. But if it, if in hindsight you look at it and like, damn, that was an L, mm-hmm. don't fixate on that L because the yeah. next moment is coming.
0: You know what? I'm, I'm really glad you brought that up because I have a mentor at my job and he is like the most respected guy at my company. He's great. And he's amazing. And this new position that I would take if I got it, it would be more of a sidestep. It's mm-hmm. not a full on promotion. It's respected, but yeah. it's not a full on promotion. And I go, so why should I take this job opposed to sticking out another two months and getting a real promotion? he goes, Carly, you are not even 22 years old yet. Like, you are in the first year of your job. Now is a time to explore what you want to do and where you want to be. Because in 10 years, no matter where we are, the first two to three years of our job literally is not going to matter. Mm-hmm. Like, this side stuff that I'm going to take, in the long run, it's not going to mean shit. Yeah. And, like, I'm exploring a new side of the business. I'm exploring, like, new skills. And, like, if I put my ego ahead of myself and I go, okay, I'm going to wait two months for a five-grand promotion. In the long run, that's not going to mean as much as I would as getting a new skill. Yeah. So, I think people are going to their first jobs. You should really keep that in mind. And, like, if you go into sales, if you go into finance and, like, that's not what you want to do, that's okay. You pivot. That's fine. And, like, I feel like there's so much pressure in your first job. And really, it's just, like, getting you to a place where you want to be. Like, my biggest advice, pick a city and get a job in that fucking city. That
1: was my biggest Pick a city.
0: If you want to live somewhere, pick a job there. Because I know so many people that live where I came from. And they claim they're gonna come to New York, and they never do.
1: Yeah, like and, and go, to, to just you, fucking do it. Well, the other thing I wanted to ask you is, what well, what got you into photography? Like, what uh, I I yeah. This is something that's new to me. I didn't know you were that. that oh, uh, yeah, I didn't. Yeah, uh, that's cool. That's 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 wavy. What, yeah, uh,
0: so interesting. Um, I was in, I think I was in like it was beginning of high school. I was in ninth grade at this point. So I played violin my whole life since Mm -hmm. I was like seven years old. I loved it. And it came to the time where I had to choose an election and I had to literally choose between violin and photography Mm -hmm. because I'd already chosen yearbook. I'm a yearbook nerd, by the way. Like I knew I wouldn't do yearbook. I was like the editor-in-chief. Like I really fucking love that shit. So I was like, I have to choose one or the other. And so when I had to choose, I was like, what what could I see myself doing in the long term? And... That just happened to be photography, because I always had this creative side to me, and I needed to really explore it. Yeah. So, I ended up choosing it, and through a yearbook in high school, like, I was the chick at the sidelines at every basketball and every football game, like, every pep rally that you had. Like, I was the person taking all the pictures, and, like, I loved it. Like, I thrived off that shit. I, I don't know, I just felt like it's something I always had a lot of passion for, and then in college, I did less of it, which... Sucked, but like you know, you know, classes get more intense and like yeah, life and everything. But um, so I did football photography for the first like two years, and then I did like senior portraits since then, and just like random stuff for Virginia Tech newspapers since then. Um, so.
1: So now, you would you say would you fancy yourself more of a? Because I don't I don't really know the 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 jargon for photography, but I mm-hmm. assume there's people who fancy themselves as photographers photographers of moments like mm-hmm. photogra- photographing people and then people who photograph scenic
0: yeah okay
1: what, what do, you, do you And you said that
0: because I think to be a phenomenal photographer you have to do both okay like you can't be one or the other in my opinion like every great photographer is a great portrait photographer and is a great scenic photographer and is a great of photographer like you have to like be open to all of those things Personally, my favorite photography is concert photography. And, and that what, comes what from that? What is... Just, like, taking pictures at concerts. Okay. Con- so Concert. Okay. Yeah. So, my older brother, he was in a rock band and everything. And, like, in high school, I took pictures of all of his um, concerts and everything. Nice. And it was cool because, like, the lights were all different colors and all this shit. You can do so much stuff in Photoshop. Yeah. Like, it was dope. And, like, that was my favorite. But if I didn't know how to take senior portraits, which for which by the way, are my least favorite. I hate taking portraits of people. Mm-hmm. I hate it. It's boring. It's flat. <laughs> it's like the person wants XYZ. I have to accommodate because they're paying me. Yeah. I hate that shit. But like knowing that type of photography makes me a 10 times better photographer. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's the way I see it. Then Gosh. again, I need to, since I've lived here, I really need to do it more often. I truly haven't. You, like,
1: oh God, What's your... I. I don't know if you're going to have a straightforward answer. To this. Do you have a favorite, like, brain and camera? Like,
0: Nikon. I'm a Nikon girl. Okay. But that's because it was my first camera, not because I think one's better than the other. Like, okay. if you have a certain type, then, like, you stick to that because then you have to transfer, and it's a yeah. whole thing.
2: Bruh. Don't, same same, uh, same <laughs> show with music production. It's so yeah, fucking. I was, I was, I was
1: going to bring that up, but, you, I mean, yeah. I mean, now, for me, I guess, the... The whole, what am I working towards now, I mean, it it kind of aligns with, it encapsulates what both of you guys are saying, right? Like, there's the career part of it, but then there's the relationship part of it, there's the, right now it's just, I know what I want to be one day. I think I've, I've said this before. Like, I'd like to own my own business. I'm not quite sure what industry I'll own that business in. You know, I grew up in the restaurant industry. I'm a software developer right now. I also host a podcast on the side. Um, so I do, I you know, I'm kind of all over the place in terms of certain things that interest me. So I'm not quite sure what I would like to own a business in. But I do eventually want to work towards being my own boss. But... That's long term, right? When you're talking short term, um, it it becomes to what I've said before and what Fish said earlier, which which is just mastering the craft. And the craft mm-hmm. for me is software developing, and then that, and then other uh, avenues of myself where it's like part of. It, then it goes back to the whole New York conversation, right? Where it's like, like, what have you enjoyed about New York? The read And what you said earlier, where it's like, pick a city and pick a job. Mm-hmm. That was me. 100%. You know, yeah. I picked New York, and I wanted to find a job in New York. And I'm happy because I like my job. Um, but I picked it because I wanted to move to New York. And part of moving to New York was being in an area that was able to incite creativity. Because I know, you know, I'm a... a I can get in this creative pocket of like, you know, again, starting this podcast, it was like, I want to get in this pocket of, I I just want my thought to flow. I don't want to overthink it. I just want to riff on a bunch of nonsense. That kind of ties back to what we were saying before about how the people
2: here are a different type of person. I feel like there's inspiration on every corner. Yeah. Yeah, You know, it's it's a really good incubator for that
1: type of creative Mm -hmm. energy. So
2: I feel you
1: and so yeah I mean that's just it I mean it's cool you know and and if you're listening to this episode right now and, and, and you're kind of either figuring your shit out or you just figured your shit out like it's one of those things you gotta like constantly remind yourself you're not alone in it like everyone's on this endeavor I feel like I think we said this last episode where it, a lot of people put too much pressure on themselves in the moment and they don't realize the next moment is coming it's 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 uh you know we gotta we gotta life to live, and uh, if you just chase each moment as as it comes, and, and and bask in it while it's great, or learn from it while it's shitty, uh, you're gonna grow modest from that. You know, you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna at the other side of it, at the at the third side of it, you're gonna uh, you're gonna you're gonna mature, and you're really gonna learn a lot about you about yourself, I like that. Yeah. bask
2: in it while it's great learn from it while it should Yeah.
1: yeah um i
0: love that
1: but uh take. but yeah with that being said uh episode four of more than two sides we're signing off thank you so much uh carly and and thanks my man fish for coming on the show you guys can, you guys can you guys can uh <laughs> say your shout outs if you want yeah me. shout out to my people and uh yeah i hope everyone had a great February. Uh, and it's having a great February and spring's coming and shit's about to get... It's probably going to get released in, in March. Uh, this one will get released it's pretty it's towards the end of February. Okay. Yeah, this yeah. is the last week of February. Short month. Yeah. Short month. Mm-hmm. But, Leap year. Uh, yeah. Leap year. That shit's crazy.
0: Wow. Uh, oh, I, wish I didn't realize that. Let's have a
2: baby on the 29th and then they'll live
1: forever. Yeah.
0: Fuck yeah. Is that how that works?
1: But uh, thanks for growing with me, guys. Shout out to my listeners. Also... Special shout-out to Diana Mann because she shouted me out on her Big Instagram D. the other day. Shout-out um, Big D. Love you, Big D. And, uh, yeah, Fish, if you want
2: to Yeah, I don't really have an atro, but I'm um, trying to sort of rep this moniker of the Jewish Diablo, so if we could get <laughs> that Jewish going. The Jewish Diablo. Be... Say that again?
0: The Jewish Diablo.
2: And that's it for me. I'll talk to you guys next week.
0: <laughs> yeah, so shout-out to all my people, my girls, my boys. Also, huge shout-out to fucking Cello. Like... I've gotten to know him so much better the past couple of weeks and obviously I thought he was chill in college but like didn't know him too well until now and he's a true homie and like honestly so happy that that I got invited on this podcast. It's one of the coolest things that I've done in this city so far. So shout out to you. Love you. Love you, Fish. Love you too. Love all all my people here.
1: I love Bumble (laughs) Clot.
0: Love and peace, everyone.
1: Bumble Clot. Signing off. More than two sides, baby. Thanks for checking it out. Enjoy.